What's going on, everybody? And welcome to episode four of the Filet Don't Play podcast, where I, Phil, will be talking about Philadelphia sports. Um, so episode four will be about uh, the Philadelphia Phillies and how I think they will match up with the rest of the MLB if there is an MLB season. Um, so it'll be in three separate segments. The first will be kind of unrelated almost. Uh, it'll be just M- the MLB in general if they get their shit together um, to actually have a season. Um, second will be the Phillies and how I think they'll do uh, this year if we if if they're able to get a season together and third will be um the lineups uh the phillies lineups just five pitchers overall nine um nine positions uh for the philadelphia phillies this year um if it happens so without further ado let's get right right into it so the mlb um has had all these uh, all these shenanigans, I guess, going on. They're like, I think, for as as for like coronavirus, I think like they can start, they could start playing, um, like per, sooner rather than later. Um, I don't think there's any like there's everything's starting to reopen. So I think baseball would be without fans would be happening not not too long from now. But what's prolonging the opening day, the like extra workouts and st- or like the the weeks of training camp leading up to it, um, it's just the the fight between the owners, the MLB owners association, and the um, and the players association, and this just pisses me off more than anything. Um, I can speak for any baseball fan; like they all just want. Um, some sort of agreement to to happen and like there there have been two sides taken um just either the owners or the players um and it's i think it's really um like i don't get how anybody could take the owner's side like um because it's basically what what the owners are saying oh we're losing so much revenue uh from from no fans it's like you guys are fucking billionaires so you you'll survive um especially with these tv ratings so like they're they're arguing oh we should we should be allowed to um to only to pay them prorated uh and and just like three-fourths of their salary which is bullshit like these players should receive full like their full their full salary pro just prorated um and yeah, it's just disgusting what these owners are doing. Just put in perspective this way. I heard this on another podcast, so I'm not going to take credit for this. Um, it, it was uh, from PFT on Pardon My Take, if you want to check that out. He, he said something really smart. He's, he was like, if you're an owner, uh, it was something along the lines of this. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. If you're an owner, when you buy an MLB team, you are making an making an investment so there is a chance like i know all you're getting all these like all these tv ratings all this money from fans coming in but there is a chance you're either even if everything's going well that shit will fall somehow like that you won't always be that successful and 
it's like if you, if you're a billionaire, you're gonna have to bite the bullet and fucking pay your players. It's not that hard. Um, and the players, I'll, I'm just gonna continue to defend them. It's like there's um, they're they're players. They're they're the reason the owners make as much as they do. That's that's what they make. I mean, to put it in perspective, the owners. The owners are billionaires and the players are millionaires. And some aren't even millionaires. So it's it's just crazy to me. Um, there are still players on their entry-level contracts like Walker Bueller making something like 900K while these while the owner of the Dodgers isn't making who knows what. Um, like the Kansas City Royals just got sold for a billion dollars last year. So it's like these owners are rich people who should be able to pay their players everything, um, and they should just cave. They should just say, you know what, fuck it. We'll play baseball. Just arguing about amount of games, I can see. That's that's fine. Like, that's, that's very, very important. But their wages, it's just, it's undisputed. Like, it should not be disputed at all. Um, so, yeah, it's just very poor on the owner's part. Pretty disappointed. Um, so I'm going to move next to my team, the Phillies, how I think they'll do this year. Um, so there was talks about the Phillies, um, the, the Phillies having like, or sorry, there was talk about the, um, MLB having like extending the playoffs to, to more teams. Um, it drew an uproar from many fans across the country including Trevor Bauer. He made this great video um, to Rob Rob Manfred. Like, I mean, this man just does not hold back. Uh, and and Manfred, Manfred immediately kind of canceled that right away. Uh, so the Phillies, I'm just going to say it right now. I'm pessimistic. I know they have a bunch of good players, but I, I really... I ah uh, man, playoffs or no playoffs, I really think I really think bubble out. I mean, I think they just choke at the end of the year. I love Joe Girardi. I think he'll be good, and I hope I'm wrong. If like this is of course assuming we have baseball this season, I hope I'm wrong, but I cannot see a scenario where the Phillies make the playoffs. It's the Braves are kind of a shoe in for the um. For for winning the NL East, they're better than the Phillies in almost every aspect of the game. Besides besides the bullpen, I mean the Phillies are supposed to have a good bullpen, but they got they got hurt this year and they might never be the same. Heck, um, yeah, like I don't like Hector Neris. Um, I mean, granted, I don't I don't like J T Miller or um, or Arodis Vizcaino. But they're still they're still solid enough to win the win the Braves games. Braves offense is crazy, uh, and the Phillies the Phillies have a good not great offense. So I really just I can't see it. Um, and it's really it's you know the old quote defense wins championships. The Phillies starting pitching just doesn't cut it. There's there's Nola who's an acceptable one. A more than acceptable one, I, even though he had a down year. There's uh, there's Arietta, 
or sorry, two would probably be Wheeler, who we overpaid. We have a, we have a habit of overpaying people. Wheeler, I don't know if he'll be that good. He's 29 years old. He does not deserve a five-year, $120 million contract. But, and there's Arietta, who's a three, who's been shaky. I mean, granted, he was playing on a bone spur. Uh, but after that, like, he might never be the same uh, as his... Tw- Sorry, what was his Cy Young? His Cy Young was like 2016 or 2017. He probably will never be the same after that. And after our one, two, and three, who do we have? Eflin, Velasquez, Pivetta, trash, trash, and garbage. That's there's nothing there. There's just the pitching just makes me makes me gag. I don't. I really don't like it. They went and took initiative with Wheeler, but I'd rather they like <laughs> the contract Wheeler got would have been was something I wouldn't be surprised Steven Strasburg got. Um not Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole would of course make more uh, as he got signed to the Yankees, but it's just yeah. Um they're not making the like as I said, the Braves are make the Braves are definitely winning the NL East. Best we can hope for is a wild card. And so either either the Braves or or sorry, the like now the Reds are Reds are good, so it's the Brewers and the Cubs competing for the Central. Whoever loses that uh, will get will be better than the Phillies because the Reds are now good. Uh, they got they got a ton of good players. They're pitching. They got a uh, they got Bauer, and um, they got that guy Aristides Aquino. Their offense is crazy, uh, and. And uh, the Brewers, I think, are just out for blood this year. I think either them or the Cubs, that that will be such a tight race that I can't see the Phillies getting either wild card. And I guess they could probably beat out uh, an NL West team. But other than that, yeah, just not. uh, I don't think they're a wild card team either. And even if they are a wild card team, they would need just a miracle run uh, to to get anywhere in the playoffs. So overall, just negative thoughts about the Phillies this year. I, I again, I hope I'm wrong, but yeah, that's that's all. So lastly, I just I like to close on just lineups, um, just to just to know who uh, know who know who my players are for the for the coming year. I know I kind of alluded to some earlier. So for the Phillies, I think um, behind the plate will, of course, be JT Real Muto. That's, sorry, I know I don't want to get sidetracked, but Real Muto is an issue if there is no season because he then becomes a UFA, uh, unrestricted free agent, and he'll, he was bitching for money. Uh, Phillies wanted to give him 10, and and he wanted $12 million. And yeah, I, think, I think the Phillies won that one um i think the philly i think he got something in between that i'll have to check that but the fact that we had to negotiate a lot for it will and of course jt will definitely get offers elsewhere so it's just like if if he has a good year with the phillies and they start winning then i mean well he people will look 
elsewhere. Uh, I mean, sorry, other teams will look uh, will look for him and pay him. I think a lot more than the Phillies' budget. So that's another that's another minus for if the team if there's no baseball. But sorry, got to get back to the lineup. So behind the plate would be Real Muto. First base would be Hoskins, Reese Hoskins. Really like him. I hope he gets. I hope he gets better. His end of the season last year sucked. He just he just needs to keep hitting home runs. Like keep his average at like 240 or 250. I don't care, but he really has to hit 30 home runs uh, this year, and it would really be unacceptable if he doesn't. I think he only hit like 25 or 26 last year. Uh, so it's really he. He was another reason why the Phillies just fell off at the end of the year. Uh, so, okay, at second base, I think. So, uh, second base would be. Would it be Gene Segura? Or no, no, it wouldn't be Gene. Um, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just look this up real quick. This is very embarrassing because they did not re sign uh, Cesar Hernandez. So. Uh, so I have no clue. They did. They did sign. They did sign somebody. But here, wait, hold on. First base. Oh my God, I'm a clown. I forgot about Scott Kingery. Scott Kingery. So I was gonna list him at like shortstop or, or third base, but Scott Kingery is at heart a second baseman. Um. So yeah, Kingery will definitely play second this year. He will definitely be first on the depth chart. Uh, he, I, I see a lot of upside from him. Haven't, he hasn't been great yet, but I think, I do think he does have potential to, um, to pop for the Phillies. So I think I, I've, I got hopes for that. Shortstop will be Didi Gregorius. Very, very astute signing. Um, he, I think he gives depth to the bottom of the lineup, uh, and, I hope he can continue. This is also a great shortstop, something the Phillies haven't had since uh, J. Roll, Jimmy Rollins. So yeah, I do, I do like, I do like Didi Gregorius. At third, they have Gene Segura. So uh, Gene needs, he has, he has to have a better year. I think he, he was one of those people who just wasn't really in it. I guess he didn't really give a hundred percent. Didn't didn't really run out a lot of ground balls, um, and I think he's got to have more hits this year. Uh, so moving to the outfield, uh, left field will be Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, that was really it was really sad last year. He tore his ACL and was out for the year. Not after really having a decent year, he was like he was hitting well. And he just hurt himself. It's really sad. But hopefully he'll come back better than ever. Um, center field, we got, we got Adam Hazley. Hazley, like, he was he came in at the end of last season. And, like, he was, like, one of our best hitters. It was so weird because we were playing so bad. But, like, here comes this kid batting 280 with five home runs in 15 games or something. I'm like who is this kid? So honestly, I I looked back, I looked I looked him up. I remember looking him up after like after I was like who is this? We picked him with a pretty the Phillies picked him with a pretty early pick. So hopefully he'll be able to do well next year in center. Um of course we have 
like Roman Quinn on the bench, or sorry, no, Nick Williams and Roman Quinn on the bench behind him. So that's all right. Like, I guess that's decent. Um, and of course, right field, our star Bryce Harper, who was not overpaid. He was totally overpaid. One of the most overrated athletes in all of sports, but I, he's, he, he didn't have a bad year. He had 32 home runs. That's not bad. I do, I do want something more like 35, and I hope the batting average can can go up. But I mean, he he has been working out. He, I know everyone has, but he's I think I think he'll have a good year this year if baseball is played. So um, yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, hopefully the Phillies are able to make the playoffs, despite my belief. And hopefully the MLB is able to have a season um, amid, amid all this COVID. Oh, I'm seeing, like, I went on a bike ride in my town. Everywhere is getting open. Like, especially now that it's warmer, there are people definitely not abiding by the six feet rule and, and always wearing masks. So I really think, uh, I really think they're, there is a capability of, of baseball to return. It's it's just about the owners versus players dispute. Uh, that will really that will really keep it there. So um, yeah, that that was episode four of the Filet Don't Play podcast. Let me know what you think. And yeah, I'm gonna sign off. All right, good night, everybody.